0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, Hussett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.
1: And welcome back to Calling All Sports. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden. Great to be with you. And I look forward to our weekly visits here with uh, with Jimmy Rogers, the head football coach at South Dakota State. Busy day with, uh, AJ and Tori Nelson and Zeke Mayo and Hendo, who are in Sioux Falls for the Summit League, uh, media day. We've never done that before, so that was kind of cool. And I get to top it off by talking football with Jimmy Rogers, who, Jimmy, it's, I, I just, you know, it's just one of those perfect football days. You, you live for a day like today, don't you?
2: Yeah, our guys, our big guys for sure love when it's a little chillier out and the sun is out, so we'll be out here in a, be out on the grass here in a little bit uh, to to prepare for this upcoming game.
1: How cold does it have to be before you start wearing layers? Because uh, I remember when my oldest son Ryan was playing at Augie, um, it he had one of his one of the assistant coaches, Donnie <laughs> Pearson. It would be it would be twenty below, and he'd still be wearing shorts. Are you saying me as a coach or as a player? I'm talking about as a coach. <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm cool putting a sweatshirt on when it's 50 degrees, so (laughs) I'll be probably wearing one today.
1: What about as a player? Is it a whole different mindset? Yeah,
2: Yeah. when you're playing, you're not thinking about that. You just prepare the same way and compete.
1: Because I've seen guys, you know, with the bare arms and stuff when it's like literally wind, we're talking wind chill of, you know, 30, 40 below where you could get frostbite.
2: Yeah, you just don't think about it, honestly. You think about your job and winning and doing the same thing that you always do, and part of that is you never think about the weather when it's nice out, so don't think about it when it's miserable out.
1: Well, I can tell you as a sports guy who's there shooting so many games with with the camera, I think about it a lot. I've had times where I thought, (laughs) why am I still doing this at this age? I'm past retirement. I could be all done with it, and I'm out freezing my you-know-what's off and uh it's yeah it it does make you're right when you're playing and when you're playing you're running you're running around you're moving you're you're staying you're staying warm to some degree right
2: yeah i mean it's not as bad as you think okay all
1: right well it's a beautiful day today hey what does hobo day mean to you um i think it's
2: just a really fun time for the university it's a everybody's into it. They bring so many people back to, to Brooklyn, South Dakota that maybe only get here for once a year, or they just come back every other year. Uh, but it's always for us as a football program. It is, it is about the game, uh, just because our, our players, they're not normal student athletes. They're not normal students. They they don't get to have the same festivities during the week. They have football and lifting and class and, uh, the, their routine does not change. Um, but I do think it's truly special to, to come into a full stadium. We've been blessed with multiple uh, full stadiums, but it's typically been this year. That's our loud, largest attended, uh game. And, and because of that, uh, the anticipation from our players has always grown. And uh, there's a tradition part of things here that's really special with the Hobo Day. Um, I mean, I don't think it's ranked as the number one homecoming tradition in the country by USA Today for no reason, I think it is somewhat unique, and our fans are really into it. And uh, uh, it's cool just to have the spirit of the entire university.
1: As a player, when you were playing for South Dakota State, did you just kind of wish you could just, like, take a four-hour break away from football so you could kind of be a student for a few hours And during this week? Or is it just you don't even think about it?
2: Uh, you don't really think about it. You think about winning the game. Um, you know, it's going to be a, a loud and large crowd um, and you just try to do your best to perform in front of the fans that come out and support and uh, we have a tall task this week and we're excited for it and it'll be a great game.
1: It's funny because, you know, in other years, it would be that it's the biggest crowd because it's homecoming, but you guys are getting kind of spoiled playing in front of sold out crowds. How much fun has that been?
2: Yeah, it's been awesome. And honestly, I'm just really happy for the team that they're, able to experience this because we've been really good for a long time and it took a national championship to, uh, I don't know, elevate that I should say to where the fans feel that way. Um, but it is a blessing with this team because I think for the fans, they should also enjoy watching what they're have the ability to watch because of the level of player that we have is maybe greater than it's ever been. Um, you're seeing multiple NFL players on the field right now. And, uh, you can't, you can't have always said that for South Florida State. And this year we can.
1: Well, you've had some great players in the past, but there's just more of them now.
2: Yeah. I think it has to do with recruiting and, uh, yearly success and people wanting to be a part of, a, uh, a great football program that allows them to be themselves and family is important. And there's just a lot of things that goes into it and, uh, winning attracts winners. Just as people want to be a part of this now because of the success that we've had, um, it, it's the same thing with student athletes.
1: Jimmy Rogers, our guest. Yeah, the national media knows who the jackrabbits are now. Um, they, they kind of been getting it over the years with the NCAA basketball tournament appearances for the men and women and then the, you know, the, the football team making it to the championship game against Sam Houston a few years ago, but, It's funny what winning a national title does. I was at I was down in Texas over the weekend with my middle son. We went to the A and M Alabama game, and it was amazing how many people knew who you guys were because you'd beaten the Bison in the championship game, and they were cheering for you too.
2: Yeah, I think it's really cool just to see how much this has grown over the years. We've been a really good program for almost a decade now, one of the top five programs in the country, and. And the questions I get constantly are, "You're going to get everybody's best." Well, to say that we were getting anybody else's, well, we weren't getting everybody else's best when we were number two or number three or number four is just kind of—it's uh, just kind of ridiculous to think that. Uh, this is a really tough conference that we play in. We play great competition, and everybody knows that everybody's good, it's, you know. Um, and so we have a challenge this week, and and uh, we're excited to try to tackle that challenge.
1: Yeah, what I hear. Northern Iowa is coming to Brookings. They wince uh, because they think about the 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 number of times over the years that they have ruined the party for you guys.
2: Uh, yeah, I really don't think about who we're playing as much as... I mean, I know who they are and, and the talent they have. Uh, I don't live like that. Uh, I've been asked that multiple times already. You know, it's Northern Iowa. Well, Northern Iowa's good at in the Unidome, too, right? Um, and... Whenever we play them, it's going to be a tough game because they're a good team. Uh, did it happen to be hobo days in years past? Yeah. Um, but that's not the difference in them playing differently or us playing a certain way. It's who we're playing. It's a tough matchup and we need to focus on doing our job and being the best version of ourselves we can be come Saturday.
1: How'd you feel about um, your team last week? Cause. Uh, pretty good performance overall. You talk about balance as a head coach. That's what you want, and, boy, I I look at the stats. I I wasn't watching your game because I was at the Alabama-Texas A&M game, but I was keeping track of it, and when I saw the stats after the game was over, it's like, wow, Jimmy's going to be in a good mood on Tuesday. That's what you want.
2: Yeah, it was awesome to start as fast as we did. I scored 20 points in 11 minutes, um, and I don't know if you can start much faster against a team, of the caliber that Illinois state is, because they're really good on defense and our offensive line did a great job of blocking. We ran hard and it opened up the passing lanes for Mark to connect with the Yankees multiple times. Uh, Had a turnover there on special teams. That was a a big play in the game to limit them from only touching the ball. And they only had the ball for three plays in the first 11 minutes of the game. And we had already scored 20 points. So, all of those things play into the effect of how the game eventually um, unfolded. And uh, it was a battle there for a little bit, and we were able to respond the right way offensively, and, and uh, defense responded at the end when I had decided to go for it on fourth down. Um, yeah, as uh, the one thing that I took from this game compared to the UND game was we battled in the midst of it, and we finished strong in the end. Versus UND, we battled and we fell off in our production and um, soundness on defense towards the end of the game. And I just, I felt we got better on defense as, as we played uh, rather than the opposite.
1: I know your offensive line is terrific; those guys are something. But is there a better running back in the country than Isaiah Davis?
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know if there is. Um, but I get to see him every day and I get to see his work every day. Um, I was at the radio show last night and Tyler Merriman mentioned, uh, a coming out party for Isaiah Davis for Southern Illinois. And I was, those things are weird for me to hear because we played Southern Illinois further along in the season. And, uh, me as a defensive coach, I knew what Isaiah Davis was capable of the first time he lined up. Um, because we have to tackle, you know, at practice. So uh, you don't really think about coming out parties. You just know who's really good, and he has been very, very consistent in every way, from a leader to uh, his work ethic to his production. Maybe more than any player that's ever played here.
1: I would say his coming out party was was in Frisco the first time against Sam Houston when that track was so slippery and he just took the game over that the people in the press box were asking me so this is the all-american right i said no that's pierre strong but uh isaiah's pretty good too
2: yeah we're we're blessed in that position because it's not just for years it was pierre and isaiah and now it's isaiah and Amor, and we have angel johnson as well there's and they have a great line in a chemistry on offense that's hard to just develop in one season. It's been developed over time and a lot of hard work. And we got a lot of talent on this football team. And we need to make sure that our preparation and our uh, focus doesn't fall off at any point in this season.
1: Well, have a have a great game on Saturday. We'll talk next Tuesday. And I, I guess you can just you know that's the fun for you guys is going out and executing the way you know you know you're capable of doing and. Uh, you'll do it in front of a big crowd on Saturday. Hopefully the weather's like it is now. That would be fabulous. Yeah, I think
2: it's going to be cloudy. So enjoy it while you got it.
1: <laughs> All right. We'll talk next <laughs> See you guys. Time. Thanks. Jimmy Rogers, our guest, the South Dakota State football coach, coming off a big win last week at Illinois State. Isaiah Davis, 197 on the ground. Uh, Jay Nianke caught two passes for two touchdowns. And Jackson caught five for one, so I'm not sure who has bragging rights. That's a pretty good day. Plus, offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at overheaddoorsd.com. That's overheaddoorsd.com. For those who don't like to be still. For those with things to do and the drive to get them done. For those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank. A bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience, go with teamwork, go with integrity for banking, insurance, mortgage and trust. Dakota Bank, here for you. Remember FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured.
0: It's time to fall in love with being home at Ashley. Find hosting essentials for the upcoming season, starting at just $10 a month. And add the finishing touch to every room with $300 worth of free accessories, available on select purchases. Redefine your sleep this season. The Queen Mattress in a Box starts at only two ninety nine dollars and is available to take home today. It's time to fall in love with being home, only at Ashley. Financing is available Download our free cataract
3: checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com.
1: I'm Brian Corey of Corey Insurance. And I'm Sheldon Kosky. We've been working together for over 30 years. My dad, Randy Corey, started the business, and we've been taking care of all our customers' insurance needs since 1970. Whether it's your home, auto, or business, we are a trusted choice, independent agency with access to all the products you need to keep you protected. And there's no better feeling than that. Our customers are like family. We get to know your situation and match your needs for our best and most affordable insurance options. Whether you are new to Sioux Falls or a long-time resident, Corey Insurance is your trusted choice. And Brian, we've carried on the tradition of supporting the local community in a wide variety of activities. We live in the best part of the world, and we want to make sure it stays that way for you. We're Corey Insurance. Coverage, commitment, and value since 1970. Call us at 605-336-6303 or check out our website at coreyinsurance.com.
0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace
1: Pros. And welcome back to the show. And, you know, one of the cool parts I told you about my trip yesterday to uh College Station, where my sister's been a professor for decades, and we've become big Aggie fans as a result. Nick and I hopped in the in the car on Thursday and drove one thousand twenty miles in fifteen hours and forty minutes. Got to my sister's house, a eh, reasonable time. Thursday night we got up Friday morning, played some golf, did some yard work, went to go see my brother in law. was a was a really good day. And then Saturday we went to Kyle Field and spent mm, eight hours. We got there way early and we stayed right to the bitter end and got to see a good friend of mine, Nicole Griffith, who used to work with me at KDLT in the sports department and news. I didn't want to share her, but, uh, she was doing the pregame show for the Aggies in, in, the station's in Bryan, right? Yes,
3: it's in Bryan, um, but they, you know, they branded as Bryan College
1: Station. Right. Okay. Uh, it, it's been fun for me to see the, the, The the people that I've cared for the most get a chance to get other opportunities. You went to Lincoln, Nebraska, and uh, when you left Sioux Falls, you got a chance, obviously, to work in a crazy football market with the Huskers, and now you might be in a crazier one with the Aggies, and, of course, Saturday was the Alabama game. Just what's that like for a, a girl from Rapid City who you know, had probably never seen that many people in one place at one time, and now you've seen it lots of times?
3: Yeah, so I've been really blessed to um, go to two very, have two very passionate fan bases um, that I've been able to cover, and you know, yesterday or on Saturday it was uh, the third largest crowd in Kyle Field history, so that was just really awesome to be a part of. And um, Texas A&M, the student enrollment is over seventy thousand, so I say that that's Rapid City, my hometown. Huh. That's Rapid City, just on the. On that block, right there on campus. So, it's been awesome to be here, and um, this is my second season covering the football team, Texas A&M football. So, uh, yeah, I made the jump from covering, you know, USD, my alma mater, and SDSU to then the Big Ten, and now to the SEC.
1: Wow, are you going to remember me when you get on national TV and you're, you know, like doing the games on on the for the NFL or? Oh, well,
3: I think you'll you'll probably find me right, like you did on Saturday. <laughs> you'll just show up at my. Um, I saw that you had called me, and I was setting up my gear, and so I uh, didn't answer it. And then I got to my, the the set, and they're like, "Your old boss was here." And I was like, "Here, right now?" <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, that was like it was a crazy blast from the past. So I knew you you had called me last year that you were going to come down to a game but you weren't able to make it. Correct. Um so it was yeah it was worlds colliding my old boss was leading my new
1: boss. So what's it like to to work? I don't you know football is huge here in South Dakota. You know that. Uh Hobo Days this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh Dakota Days was last weekend. It's big, but it's hard to describe to people what it's like. You know, I think anybody that's a Nebraska fan understands, but it's larger than life in Texas. It's just, uh, can you describe what it means to people down there, why football is so important?
3: Oh, man, it's life down here. You know, it's it's really like the, the mood changes of the town dependent upon wins and losses, especially when you have, I think this game against Alabama will be kind of titled as the one that got away yep. because it was a six-point loss at home, third-largest crowd, you know, in Kyle Field history, the twelfth man was willing this team, and people I talked to today, they just say like, man, they're like they're still bummed about it, and they're going to be bummed about it. And so they have a, a nice test. They hit the road for Tennessee, but you know Tennessee is also big, passionate fan base, so it's going to be a dog fight there. And uh, it's just <laughs> they bleed maroon out here.
1: Oh, well, they do. And actually, they're going to Tennessee to play. Josh Heupel, the head coach of the Volunteers, yes. is from Aberdeen. So, Yeah, I, my
3: grandma yeah. is from Aberdeen, so <laughs> she tells me all about it. She was a teacher at the school he was at.
1: Wow. All right. Well, and I've covered him since he was little, and I'm friends with his dad. So it's like, I'm not going to go to Nashville. I'm not going to Knoxville to see the Aggies play the Volunteers. That would just be too hard.
3: Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm uh, not making that trip, but I'll make the trip. To, uh, the oxford game and the lsu game so i haven't been to death valley yet so i'm excited for that
1: how excited are the fan base to get texas back on the schedule next year with the longhorns back because that is the rivalry i mean the alabama oh, game certainly is big but it's true hatred between a&m and texas
3: yeah whenever a&m if they if they lose a game or um you know, if Alabama loses a game, like, it doesn't matter. They're like, did Texas win or lose? Like, it's more about, I mean, obviously, yes, if A&M wins and loses, but people will be like, but well, what was the Texas score? Oh, it's a good day because Texas lost. So, And Texas A&M joined the conference first, so they believe that they should host it first. So that's kind of what's been the, um, the grumblings around here because they haven't released the schedule yet. And so... The athletic director for A&M, Ross Bjork, believes that the game should be held at Kyle Field first because they were in the conference first. Well,
1: that's so what that's I'm kind planning of on. The, that's the
3: fight, right? Yeah. That's kind of the arguments right now.
1: I agree with him. I'm planning on coming back next fall for the Texas game, just so you know. Okay,
3: so, yeah. I'll keep I'll keep that in mind. I'll tell my coworkers now.
1: Well, yeah, I and mean, it's going to happen. There's no question about it. So, uh, what's been the culture shock of moving to Texas? What's that been like? Because it's a uh, it's a bigger than life state.
3: Yeah. Um, well, it's 80 degrees in December, and or in October, and it's like 50 degrees in December. So that's weird to me. I was covering high school football. High school football goes all the way up from August to the week right before Christmas. So it's long, long season. And then they place the high school state tournament is at AT and Stadium at Jerry World. So I know South Dakota. is at uh, the Dakota Dome. I think, I don't think they've changed that since maybe, wasn't that SDSU one year? Well, that's because the dome
1: was being renovated. Yep.
3: Yeah. So, um, going up to Dallas in 18th, are going up to Arlington and was awesome for that. Uh, the temperature, it's crazy down here. Like it was 35 degrees one day and so they canceled basketball games <laughs> because it was too, it's too cold. Like the facilities just aren't meant for it. And that's so strange to me. Because um, I, you know, as a Rapid City kid, I would go to school in eight inches of smell with no two-hour late start. So I, I'd i like to wear sleeves. I haven't worn sleeves, like a long sleeve, in seven months. Wow. I would us to wear sleeves.
1: All right. Well, it's yeah. coming up. It's going to be 50 degrees in December. So, hey, uh, this is too short. Next time, let's do it for longer. But it was wonderful to see you on Saturday. Uh, fun, fun to see you in the role that you were on set and doing the pregame show for the Aggies. And uh, I, you know, I wish you the best. You're somebody I really enjoyed working with, and uh, your your positive, upbeat attitude was always great to have around. And I know they appreciate you there.
3: Thank you. Yeah, I hope I'm making you know former KDLT Dakota News now proud.
1: You, uh, you know, you, all you kids make me proud. I'm a proud dad. So that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's kind of well, the way. Well, thanks it
3: is. for having me. Always, always willing to hop
1: on. So. All right, we'll we'll do it again. Okay.
3: Yeah. Thanks, Mark.
1: All right, Nicole Griffith from KBTX TV. They're a Gray station, ironically. They're the same same ownership group that owns us at Dakota News Now, at uh, KDLT and KSFY and Fox. So it was really fun to run into her on Saturday. I, I, I apparently I surprised her. <laughs> that makes it even better. Uh, what a great show today and. Uh, it's going to be a good one again tomorrow, too, as uh, Chad Greenway will be with us and Neil Graf will be back in the studio. We'll talk a little bit about what it's like to play in front of a big crowd like that because Neil was quarterback at Wisconsin where the stadium actually shook. It was crazy. I remember going up there when I was in Rockford to, to the stadium, and it was incredible. We'll talk again tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day.
0: When you're in the market for replacement car parts...